Greetings my brothers and sisters and welcome to God's Corner. I am your host Nontlandla Precious Ngobese. First of all, I would like to congratulate everyone that has sticked through to their fasting. Um, if you are doing a Daniel fasting, this may be the first or the second week since you are done. I just want to say congratulations. Um, if you are doing a three-day fasting, congratulations to you as well. Congratulations to everyone that literally um, made their flesh to suffer in order to get closer to God. Now, I know that I had promised that I will be uh, giving out sermons um, with regards to fasting. And I think I've issued two. So this will be my last one. Um, the first thing that was happening this January, I was accompanying it with Psalms 91 to say that as you enter into God's presence, this is how it should feel like. And what must you do um, when you are inside that um, presence of God? And I said, you need to take up your sword. You need to be reading the Bible. You need to be praying. Now let's talk about what happens after the fasting, right? Um, so I'm going to give um, my story. I was also part of the fasting. I, I planned, I initially planned to fast for 21 days, um, but my fasting was cut short because I literally felt the Holy Spirit say, it is enough, whatever that you have asked for whatever you have prayed for has been done um i got that confirmation from my prayer sessions i got that confirmation from a friend my spiritual mentor so i think my fasting ended at like day 10 um if not 11 um so my whole point of the fasting i i didn't go into fasting with a wish list as i've said i went into fasting merely seeking to hear God more, to hear his voice more. I wanted to hear God as clearly as I hear people speak. I wanted to hear the Holy Spirit clearly as I hear people speak. And this past couple of weeks, that's exactly what's been happening. So my fasting ended, I think about two weeks ago. And this past week, what I have fasted for has literally been manifesting. So with me those that know me i have a prophetic mantle on my head and i i i I prophesy on people and that's the spiritual gift that god has decided to bless me with and it's not because of my actions or anything else but it was just by the grace of god so through that i have been praying for the spirit of discernment because i realized that as a prophetic person or someone born with the prophetic spirit we are um, vulnerable to be used by either god or by the devil in fact everyone that is in christ everyone um, that has accepted christ is vulnerable to be used by both um, the devil and god and i have proved this with matthew um, chapter 16 verse 23 to 24 right so in that story god was basically gathered with his 
disciples and um, he was predicting his death he was telling them that he must go to jerusalem because he needs to suffer right he needs to suffer in the hands of man he's going to suffer rejection he's going to suffer hatred he's going to suffer um even death and peter for me what peter had done at that point in time was out of love i see it as being out of love um that he stood up and he was like no god not in my presence you you're my god you know um they're not gonna touch you not in my presence i am not going to allow it and he basically rebuked jesus for saying such things um now in jewish um content right uh in a jewish um a master and disciple relationship um the disciple has no right to basically um rebuke the master it's the master that is supposed to rebuke the disciples but peter at that time went against that protocol and what amazed me was jesus reply to all of this jesus was like um come behind me satan for you do not see the things of you, you you only see things according to the eyes of men but do not see it according to the eyes of god and i was like but why would jesus call peter a certain and yet right before um matthew um 22 uh, verse 22 and 3 at the top at, still in chapter 16 at the top jesus was actually complimenting peter to say um when he asked them who do people say i am and they were like some say you are john the baptist some say you are this this some say you are that some say that you are a prophet and he asked them who do you say i am and peter was the only one who got the revelation that you are the son of god the messiah and jesus was like um it can only be god who reveals that to you right but now at the bottom we see he's saying to peter the very same peter who god built his church on he's saying to him get behind me satan and it made me aware that we can be used both by god and the devil it it's all about in your tongue whatever that you release is it giving weapon to god or to the devil sometimes we act out of love like peter did that you know what god they're not going to touch you i'll be there to protect you you know i rebuke you from saying such things because you are the messiah you know um they got you can't die why must you die um then i got to understand when peter said that statement he said it out of love but his love was not in the motives of christ right because Jesus was speaking in terms of fulfilling the prophecies that were there his job his mandate what he came on earth to do was to basically fulfill the prophecies that Isaiah um had spoken right and Peter didn't see that what Peter was seeing was the comfort that Jesus brings because here we are with the Messiah we are with um Jesus who's preaching a totally different gospel right and people are following us we are being fed we get, we getting the love and the attention and he's telling us about an everlasting father now he wants to go he's telling us about that that he is he is not going to be around and 
he's forgetting the other part of the gospel that as much as we are the children of God as much as we are the disciples of God we are, we are also sharing in God's suffering nowadays we preach half the gospel we speak on the promises we speak on the glory what about the suffering that comes before the glory you know what about the part that God said take up your cross and follow me that was what he said he never said take your crown then take your cross then follow me the first thing was suffer suffer take up your cross and follow me we have it in reverse and this past week i was like god i fasted to hear you better i fasted that i may be able to hear you as much as i hear a human being to hear you so clearly after my fasting my beloved you know i went through <laughs> um spiritual attacks um at night i had attacks i would be hearing things i would be seeing things and i'm just like this is so terrifying it's so scary that if if i were to speak about it to someone who is not reading the word of god they would say i'm crazy but i've been going through such spiritual attacks in trying to help people realize they are worth in trying to awaken them in their spirit uh, spirituality and now i i'm having demons attack me coming into my house giving me unrest and the holy spirit is saying all of the time take up your sword take up your sword the one that you 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 said and preached to people take up your sword and what's your sword it's the word of god and last night i had such an encounter i was i was attacked and i sat for good 6 hours paralyzed in fear paralyzed in fear that whatever that is happening outside and look at this it's happening outside my house but i'm inside i'm so tormented i'm paralyzed in so much fear that i can't think all i'm 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 saying right now is oh god i'm so scared I, i'm waking my husband up i'm like please hold me please hold me and i am forgetting that i have the power i have the authority he gave he gave he gave us the authority when i i forgot all of the examples that jesus displayed whenever he encountered demons that he didn't he never entertained them instead whenever a demon would see jesus a demon voluntarily out of itself it would speak and god would then just shut it up and command it to leave but last night i was so paralyzed in fear i was like god what is this he said well you asked to hear me better you asked to be able to discern who's god and who's not this is it this is the asking this is me hearing me better but now when you hear in the spirit you don't only hear the good you also hear the bad but as people we don't want to think that there is the bad we only want to think that there's the good some people be like i don't want to believe in the devil because i'll be giving him fuel well you don't have to but acknowledge that he's there as much as there's god there's also the evil one and he is working and he is alive and he is organized they never miss an assignment can i tell you my brothers and sisters that only when i started opening my bible 
only when I started opening my Bible and reading the scriptures that I started having my faith. I started remembering the the, the armor of God that actually this is what it means to have faith as your shield. And he did say that at night, do not fear because in Psalms 91, it was day. It was like at night, there will be attacks of wolves. And that's exactly what I was hearing. Wolf sounds. Like at night, there will be attacks of wolves. But if you trust in God, if you stay in God, and if you declare to God that God, you are my refuge, that God, you are my safe place, they will not touch you. They will not touch you. I was reminded of the armor that actually your faith, your shield has cracks. It has holes. And that's why the burning arrows of fear, of torment, are entering. I woke up and I was upset with myself. I was upset with myself that I spent so many hours fearing, so many hours in torment, but all I could do was open my Bible and read. And in the midst of everything that was happening last night God made me say something that after your fasting what must you do what do you do after fasting what do you do in waiting for your answers because I do not know what you fasted for you may have fasted to get to know God you may have fasted because there's something troubling you 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 fasted for a lot of reasons but what do we do because a reminder is that sometimes your answer may not come immediately after your fasting or like me you may be disrupted and be told no it's done whatever that you have asked for it is done right sometimes it does not come immediately sometimes the angels have to fight principalities like daniel and be delayed right they may be delayed for weeks but what do you do after the fasting in your waiting for your answer what do you do and i would like us to read my brothers and sisters, Psalms 91 again. It says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the, sh- in the shadow of the Almighty. I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust in Him. For He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with His feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the diseases that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand may fall at your side, Though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes. Just open your eyes and see the, the, how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands. So you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, 
I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. I will reward them with long life and give them my salvation. What I wanted to highlight was the end of the Psalms, right? That after fasting, what do I do? You put on the armor of God. You put on salvation. When I saw this word last night, salvation, I was like, Father, this word is in your armor. And salvation goes as a helmet that is on your head. And when I went deep into thinking what salvation actually is, it's actually the doctrine of God, understanding that you are delivered, understanding that he died for you, understanding and receiving the power that had happened on the cross, knowing that he took away everything, everything, every attack that you may experience, every demonic attack, it was won at the cross, right? He took away all of the, just receiving that power, receiving the power of the cross. And now I started repenting. Can I tell you? I started repenting and I was like, God, I'm so sorry that I did not realize that all of my life I've been living a life that did not signify what you have done at the cross i'm not even supposed to have this fear because at the end of the bible it does say we win at the end the devil knows his place that he cannot defeat you so why are you sitting paralyzed for six hours in fear why are you making tea and breaking bread with that sickness if they come and they tell you you've got um i don't know diabetes you know that it's it comes from unhealthy eating and your unhealthy habits. And that's probably how the devil is trying to attack you. But what do you do? As a child of God, receive the power that was done at the cross. You reverse it. Because at the end of the day, God has given you power and authority to overcome. I was like, this is what you do after your fasting. After you have left the secret place, you make God your safe place. You make him your home. You declare every day. He said, in Psalms 91, he said, um, I will declare this about the Lord. That's in verse 2. I will declare this about the Lord. So every day when you wake up after your fasting, you declare this about the Lord. You are going to say, He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust in Him. Every day after fasting you declare this about god he you declare it because in his word he says at the end he says i will protect those who trust in my name who trust in my name affirmations guys whatever you speak or say in your mouth it's either it goes it goes to help the devil or it goes to help god it can be a small thing as joking like I know there's a lot of us who are guilty of saying such things as, ah, oh, you, you're killing me whenever you are laughing. Oh, I'm so dead. Guess what? That dead, that killing, you are putting it out in the spiritual realm and you are allowing the devil to use it and trigger it. Some of us have suffered trauma. Trauma. You were abused or something, but you never dealt with it. 
you never dealt with it and now you have low self-esteem or you don't think highly of yourself you end up choosing bad things you get into bad relationships you 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 don't choose better for yourself because you don't think you deserve better because of this abuse that you have suffered but you never dealt with it you never forgave and that's the door that the devil will use that every time you try to to do something good for yourself you end up choosing the worst same with finances You grew up with parents that made bad financial choices and you wonder why you are in debt. It's a trauma. It's an entry point. It's a it's a generational curse that goes on and on and on. That's why I like Matthews whenever they put the genealogy of Christ. It was more than just um expressing the miracle of having women as part of the history of Christ but it was to show you that generational curses can be broken and what God has done at the cross the power receive it receive it so i challenge you my brothers and sisters that every day when you wake up check yourself check yourself that you trust this god enough that even if they send witchcraft even if demons come trembling at your house you will be able to stand and say father i trust in you that today i can die it's fine but i will die saying god i trust in you that if they want they can torment me look at job look at job his suffering was never about what what he has done or his sins it was a decision that was taken in the heavenly courts and god was like go and tempt him go and test him i but i know he's my servant i know that he will never curse me because he understands the power that's in god so after your fasting my brothers and sisters we don't sit we don't sit and say okay i've fasted i'm covered no the battle continues if you are in the kingdom of god if you declare yourself as the child of god you are automatically the enemy of the devil and he will do anything and everything some of his attacks are so slight you don't even see it it's a slight thing such as an offense someone will pass an offense your husband will you know say something not right and just ruin your day sometimes you'll find yourself overeating and you're not eating anything healthy you're not eating anything that is giving you life you are not drinking water the very same water that god said it's the living water you know you're not doing any of that and then you get sick and then you just wonder why but then it is a spirit that was sent it's something that was there some of us grew up with these things these demons that we can't explain the spirits that get us agitated that get us angry that get us lazy and you just wonder but why you are not taking salvation you are not realizing the power of the cross that the minute christ refused um being rebuked by peter and saying i'm going to fulfill the prophecies that were spoken it was victory it was victory over every principality over every ruler over every demonic attack some people sleep and wake up with bruises the demons were beating them up because they are not realizing the power you have the authority to stop it you have the authority to say devil get out of my house you know those attacks you can control them you can control them it only takes you realizing your salvation 
and taking that helmet and putting it on. Ephesians 6, it tells you about the armor of God. I always questioned it. But Father, why was why was the helmet? Why was salvation the first thing? You know, why was salvation the first thing? Like, put on his power. He says, a final word, Ephesians 6, verse 10. A final word. This is Paul writing. It says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you may be able to stand against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the um, the enemy in the time of evil then after the battle you will still be standing firm stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body of armor of god's righteousness stand your ground take that helmet of salvation understand the doctrine of god understand that the bible has glory and has suffering understand that when you have accepted christ you're going to share in his glory as much as you're going to share in his suffering god suffered rejection god suffered hatred god even suffered death at the hands of men expect that you are going to go through the same thing expect that people will not understand you expect that you're going to experience jealousy it is not them it's the spirit that it's in you it's the spirit that sees what's living inside of you it's not them it's not them understand that father i may go through all of these things i can i can experience everything but at the end of the day it's victory you have won you died on the cross and the cross did not conquer you you woke up and that same resurrection power is inside each and every one of us after fasting my brothers and sisters we take on salvation we take on our helmet we continue with the praying. We continue with the reading. We continue with getting to know Jesus better for ourselves. For ourselves. It's all about our freedom. It's all about living in the total peace of God that God has intended. It's all about finding rest, sleeping eight hours full and have no disturbance. It's all about our peace. It's never about God. What Christ has done for us on that cross, it was never about God, but about us and fulfilling the promises, the prophecies that that were spoken. That we are God's children, receive the spirit of adaptation, that you are the daughter and the son of God. Until next time, may you take up your helmet and wear it. May you take up your salvation and wear it. May you understand it and fully comprehend the power that was done on that cross. I love you. Stay blessed. Bye.